Hello and welcome to this season's first episode of We Watch. This time we are talking about We Watch What If. Uh, now I should preface that by saying we don't know that we're actually going to cover the whole series here week to week. In fact, we probably won't, but we couldn't miss out on talking to you guys about the first episode of What If. So today I am joined by Pete. Yo. And Marco. <laughs> what if Marco spoke? to discuss the inaugural issue of or issue episode of what if (laughs) you always uh, do that (laughs) i know what if captain carter were the first avenger so before we get into the conversation i do want to let you guys know how you can support the show make sure that you guys are following us and leaving us a rating or a review wherever it is that you listen to us and if that happens to be youtube subscribe for free like the video share it with your friends and hit the notification bell. All those things are free to do and they help us out a lot more than they cost you. So I upfront was not excited for what if, uh, I don't know that I love the animation or at least that's how I felt before I saw it. And, um, generally I feel like what ifs are fan fiction and I don't really get into uh, non-canon, you know, crazy concepts like this. Um, but I think they started off with what will probably end up being the most grounded of all of the concepts that they have in the chamber. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a woman, uh, being able to be, you know, captain Carter or whatever is not the most grounded when we talk about the time period, but in terms of like all the crazy stuff we're going to see later, this one is the closest to the ground. And I think this was a great way to start the what if series how did you guys feel about this first one i really love this um i i have i think i've been on record since they were all announced that this was the one i was probably the most interested in um i really really love what if and elseworld stories um i've always thought they were a lot of fun just because you know um i think half the fun of superhero comics is legacy right and is like familiarity with characters and and knowing beats and how things are supposed to go um and having those stories that like literally just exist to take the take the garters off and just kind of go in whatever direction the creative wants to go um to to its natural conclusion without any consequences um is i think like a super liberating thing and it, it can lead to a lot of really fun stories and you know um there are certainly examples of some of the most probably iconic uh, Marvel stories of like the last couple you know um, decades that are stories that are like you know kind of outside of continuity in that way um, so I I definitely was was interested in this from the jump um, I think the biggest thing that I was concerned about was like I've never loved the art style um, I, I don't I, I still don't love it but it wasn't um, it wasn't as much of a hindrance as I thought it would be because there are times where I think it feels really stiff, um, but there are also moments where I think it, like you can see where the budget went. Um, and I think in those better moments, um, I could see how maybe after a season or a few seasons, like if, if the show gets some momentum, um, that this style could could definitely still grow and, and uh, improve on some of the not so strong bits. Um, but in terms of like this first episode or like this as kind of like a jumping off point, um, I definitely agree with you, Sean. I think this is a natural place to start, right? Because Captain America being the first Avenger, like, you know, that's like a very, uh, 
that immediately takes us back to like this is a phase one story. It feels old on its face. It's a thing that like you know we haven't engaged with in a long time. Um, and that feels like a good candidate to kind of upend things. But to your point, right, in a way that's like very easy to understand, right? Like, okay, what if instead of Steve, it was Peggy? Got it. Cool. Um, that's a very boilerplate, easy to understand and easy to immediately kind of get behind it and be like, sure, cool. I'm, I'm with it. Let's ride. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think across the board, it delivered on what I wanted it to be. And while... Uh, I definitely do still have some, you know, uh, critiques for the art and hopes that it will grow and, and evolve a little bit. Um, I found myself really enjoying it. And the fact that these are like kind of shorter, you know, 20, 30 minute um, type episodes, I found it to be like really digestible, you know, and like I could easily see myself tuning in for this um, for a couple seasons if the ideas uh are able to to stay fresh, you know? And I think the longer we watch, the, the more we'll, we'll be able to go to those crazier ideas once we're already on, on the, you know, on board. I, I feel like uh, I, I agree with pretty much all you guys laid out. The one thing that I was very excited for was the art style. It's something that I've, I'm definitely a fan of. And I, I want to see how they sort of push the boundaries of the, of the way they present the show. Uh, in the trailer, this is one instance where I think you know, Strange gets pulled out of uh, his universe and like these crazy colors and flashes. So I think I think this was a very grounded episode, and I'm very much excited to see how they visually showcase a lot of their plans. Um, and yeah, I mean the the story from the get go was tight. Like there was nothing that I found that was probably uh, that that didn't keep me engrossed. Um, they even threw in the the love uh the love story between peggy and and um and steve there i thought that was cool to keep you engrossed as uh the characters went through their you know their their trials their fighting it was overall strong um, I, I really enjoyed it i like that you brought up the romance angle like i love when a what if story uh does something that's different but you're like ah some things stay the same right like yeah that's it, like it, a ma nice it makes it like super resounding it's like yes like of course they would still you know it, sure roles are mixed but it, it doesn't matter because like that's the relationship yeah right certain things just echo through you know through the multiverse which is i love that as a touch i really like this uh the art style was off-putting at first but once captain carter started to beat ass dude I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is cool. Some of those <laughs> shots are really good. Like, really the, the thing where she, like, the first time that she goes out and she's like, oh, I'm usually more covert than this, and she's just fucking beating Nazi ass. That was such a fun scene. And they made good yeah. use of, like, light and shadow and all, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, they did such a great job displaying that. And, you know, I had the thought of, like, wow, she's just as good as Steve was you know at the start because a lot of that stuff i felt echoed first avengers i'm not it's not a criticism just um it, it felt like uh because in first avengers there's a montage of him and i think it's the howling commandos yeah. just busting ass you know um and this felt similar to that they recreated cool. that one shot of like right. all of them in the line and everything that was super yeah. cool i love that that was awesome um and i also really liked how bucky was there and um, 
same voice actors by and large. Uh, they didn't get uh, they didn't get um, uh, Chris Evans, but they had uh, they had uh, Sebastian Stan, they had Haley Atwell, they had Nick Fury a little bit later on. So that helped to add be- believability, uh, consistency, whatever you want to call it, um, for those of us who might have had those concerns, which I am among them. Uh, I also liked how that wasn't the only change. The only, it wasn't just, just that she was Captain Carter. Her being Captain Carter allowed for Bucky to be saved. Uh, he, he saved on the train where he normally would fall off. And then also um, there's the little nod to him losing his arm. She, he's like, oh, I felt like you could have ripped my arm yeah. off or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you almost tore my arm off. <laughs> and then also, uh, Steve Rogers is not left out of the fray. He becomes Iron Man. He Dude, becomes the first Iron Man. I loved that. That was because, like, you know, we saw that in the trailer, and it, like, I think we all assumed, okay, it's Howard, right? Like, it was. I, I thought that was cool. It. Yeah, that was sick. That was super sick. It's um, a good way to keep him relevant within that context. Yeah. Yeah. This felt like a mini movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think, and I, I mean this in like the best way too. Like, I think it very much felt like reading a what if comic, you know, like the, like not maybe like spider shadow, but like the old, just one shot where it's like, it's, it's a good chunk of story. And like it, it, it goes through all the beats of first Avenger in a half hour instead of like two hours. And I don't feel like it feels any lesser for it, you know? And like, it's the kind of thing where you're like, oh, you can totally see how this would create all these other echoes and you could see a whole universe spinning out of this. But like, if we never, ever touch on this ever again. Cool. You know, it was complete. I think that's a really good point. The The fact that it felt that episodic and where you could like absolutely just drop it here. and be like, I, I'm content with what I got. That was a cool idea. That was fresh. That was different. It was a good spin on everything. Uh, totally satisfied um and so the fact that they're going to continue I, I hope that they're going to continue keeping in that episodic format but that keeping that you know marvel machine sort of overarching narrative with like like uh like, like the whole situation with thanos and th- just keeping that consistency i think would make for really strong overall series and the individual episodes you know stand out i Definitely can see a scenario where this is not the last time we see Captain Carter. Uh, yeah. I, I, I could see a scenario where she's in the movies this way, where uh-huh. that last scene is actually taking place with 616 Nick Fury. Well, if you recall, too, um, the voiceover at the end with uh, Uatu he says and like and they cre- and created a new hero and i was like oh does that does that mean she might come back at some point right you want to by the way voiced by jeffrey wright who is playing jim gordon in the batman oh, uh, okay. and if you are on or and if you don't remember the name but you've seen westworld he was also in westworld so um yeah I thought this was really cool. I had a lot of reservations coming in, but it uh, exceeded my expectations, which admittedly were not high, but I think it like exceeded them by leaps and bounds. I'm very happy with this product. I don't know that that changes my opinion of the overall what if concept as far as the show goes, but this specific episode I thought was high quality. They did a great job. So 
I'm glad to hear hear you say that because I remember I walked away from this being like, I really love this, and I wonder if I'm the only one who will. Um, I, I definitely was prepared to come on and be like the lone defender of the show. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, so let me ask you this, Sean, because you feel that way, are you now like more excited for the next one? Or do you feel like it was because this concept worked for you so much and you're maybe like still feeling like you worry that the episodes might be hit or miss for you? Uh, so the concept was cool, but for me, again, like the what if thing, this doesn't really tickle me mm-hmm. so i don't actually care about that it was the way it was presented it was the way how how good the script was and the performances and stuff like that that really did it so if the quality is there across each episode that will transcend my lack of interest in the concept itself cool yeah i could yeah, um, i could see that yeah so i i know that there's one where it's like black panther becomes star lord i remember that it looks mm-hmm. like in the back like the um the background i'm using on youtube right now is like the poster for it and yeah. there's one of them where it's like spider-man and like the doctor strange cape yes so i'm wondering if it's what if peter parker becomes the sorcerer supreme or if maybe that's the one where doctor strange is fighting that other doctor strange and maybe spider-man comes and helps him i don't know but that seemed interesting yeah, Marvel Zombies is going to be one of them. We know that. Yeah, yep. I think I think that the the amount of freedom they have at this point now with the multiverse concept is just like endless, boundless amounts of good stories. Which I'm just so stoked about. Like, yeah, same. You know, I, I know it's something we've talked about before, so I won't belabor the point. But like, I just think it's so cool that we've gotten far enough that like we can do this, that we can have a what if show, and that it's like the average person understands the multiverse and now it's kind of like the fucking gloves are off like what is off limits at this point like nothing you know like i really feel like you can kind of really start like like scraping the bottom of the barrel has a negative connotation so like i don't mean that but like really going for the deep cuts you know like you can pull out fucking anything i think at this point and pitch it at the general audience and like as long as it's got the quality that the MCU is known for, I think people will latch on to it, you know? Pretty much. Uh, One other thing that uh, this episode in particular reminded me or put in my mind would be a reality is that we can actually spend time with characters who are no longer really factoring into the MCU for whatever reason. Oh, sure. Randomly, I happen to really like Howard Stark in the MCU, Uh but he didn't make many appearances. So uh, I really like that he was here, uh, however brief. And I think he's really funny. Um, and uh, I, I love the, the, the actor who played him in the movies as well. Um, obviously, Haley Atwell, uh, her Agent Carter is super popular among fans. And there was that short-lived TV show. Uh, she's great. And I would be thrilled if she came back to play the character in live action again. But if she doesn't, this was still a cool way to interact with her again. And, you know, the movies will probably never, never replicate the comics to the degree that they make movies where it's like, oh, here's a story that took place somehow during the timeline of the first Avenger, but you didn't see this stuff. Like that will never really happen. But this kind of show allows for stuff like that to exist. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I think it's funny because one of the things that I remember uh, Kale has said a few times is that he felt like the MCU doesn't have the legacy or the history to, like, warrant this. 
Um, and I think for me, this episode proved that that's not true. Um, and I already felt that way, but like, I think to your point, Sean, right? Going back to this phase one movie, going back to, you know, Peggy Carter, who's a character we, we've been away from for so long, um, getting to spend time with like Howard again. Like, I felt like those things were all welcome. You know, those were all like a welcome return to something that felt, um, familiar and nostalgic in a good way, you know, and like seeing that kind of subverted, um, and that's the whole point of the show. That's the whole fun of it, right? Um, and I, I feel like it totally nailed it. So I'm super excited for the next episode. Um, I know we have not, we're not like planning to do every single episode this time around. Um, but I hope that the listeners write in and say that they want us to, because I would love to review this every week. Um, even if it was like just the three of us or, or even if only one other person wants to commit to doing it with me, uh, um, I, I'd be down to do it if the listeners want to hear it. So if you want a whole season of We Watch, what if? Let us know. Let us know. Right. Yeah. Hit our line, uh, slide in our DMs or do it in public and let us know what it is that you want. If you want us to discuss this show more, write in because there are going to be some crazy episodes coming up of uh what if and we could be a part of that conversation so if that's what you want write to us at the comics pals at gmail.com leave us comments in the youtube uh, or wherever else you feel like writing in if there's a, if there's a comment box you type it in we're gonna see it eventually <laughs> uh hopefully you enjoyed that conversation thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it make sure that you tune into the main show the comics pals where we're talking about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. We're discussing the news of the industry and we're doing some pretty cool interviews on a pretty regular basis. If you are a YouTube person, we recently interviewed Sal from Comic Pop. You probably know that name. So go check that interview out and listen to all the other cool stuff that we're doing, including our reviews, which drop every single Wednesday for the image stuff and then every Thursday for everything else. Um, So with that being said, Thank you so much for listening and for supporting. Until next time, take care, guys. What if we came back next week? Just saying, what if? <laughs> Ooh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs>